Mindset to Mike. Can you imagine what your life can be like? We're talking growth and development, tools, tips, tricks, habits and routines proven by the highest performers in the world of the mind and body. Success starts with the mindset and you can do it too. Let's go. recording oh <laughs> it's a little button up there in the corner dude i thought it would say it somewhere else all right you just get into it then might as well <laughs> good morning good afternoon good evening welcome back to mindset to mike your favorite podcast to listen to to equip your mindset with the tools you need to take your life to the next level in every way possible welcome back jimmy on this side What's up, everybody? Welcome back, and thanks for tuning in to episode number... Deuce Trace, bro. Oh, you got it, man. Nice work. You can add. This is our Jordan episode. Yeah, yep. The GOAT, the greatest player of all time, if you didn't know. Jordan. Speaking of, man, I was watching... um, Jordan's on right now, actually. Do you? Yep. I see, repping. And I was thinking, you know, like... Last couple seasons, I was like ready to give it to LeBron. You know, I'm like he's he's gonna be goat, man. When he's done, he's gonna have all the records. He's gonna have all the stuff. And it it gets easier and easier to think that way the further removed we are from MJ actually playing. Just you know? watching his in his presence on the court and in the game. Yeah, bro. I was watching last night. There's a show called um, it's called like Basketball, a Love Story or something. There's a bunch yeah, of episodes. yeah. I caught some of that the other night too. Yeah, I don't know how I even found it, but I started recording them, and I was watching one last night, and they got a segment on Jordan and just him coming into the league and all that stuff. And hearing those guys talk about him, um, it's like, man, you just forget. And watching some of that footage, Larry Bird actually said, because so Jordan was on um, before he before he started his rookie season, him and all the people that were coming in were playing for Team USA. And before they actually played in the Olympics, they did like an eight-game series against actual NBA players. And so it would be like the NBA all-star team, but like the super big name people didn't play in the first couple, but these group of incoming rookies were beating them every game. So then they started bringing in like the big names, Larry Bird or all those guys, like the dream team. And the rookies are still beating them. And and then like one game halfway through uh, the, so the vets decided they were going to start fouling real hard because there was, they had a game, it was exhibition games. They had a game with no foul limit. So they're like, we're just going to treat these rookies, show them how the NBA really plays, right? So there's this one big man. He just kept fouling the shit out of everybody. Dude had like 11 fouls in the first half. And uh, one dude actually like smacked MJ in the face on his way up for a, for a layup. And, and then that was just, they, they say like that's the beginning of MJ being who he was. Because the next he came back with 44 points. <laughs> and, and yeah, and actually a quote after the fir- that first game where Larry Bird played against him in that, that um, exhibition game, Larry said, um, Michael Jordan is the real deal. He is, if God came down and played basketball, it's Michael Jordan. And that was 19-year-old, you know, 20-year-old Michael Jordan before he even played an NBA game. Yeah, wow. That's that's a, that's quite the statement there. Speaking of fouling hard, did you see that, um, that D3 uh, player hit that elbow that dude in the face? Let's, you want to get me fired up? Dude, talk about, like, some bullshit, man. Get him out of there. Like, they, I, they suspended him and then barred him from campus. 
No, no, more than that. Like he, Dude, that's he's locked up, bro. It's, it's disgusting. Lock it's totally up. disgusting. Yeah, I couldn't believe that shit. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, look at the videos everywhere. I actually, I don't even like that because it's it's super viral. You, yeah. Anywhere you go, you see the video. I don't even like that they're giving it attention like that. Yeah. Don't show anybody the video. Like, send this kid packing. Give him something. I don't care if he goes to jail for a little bit. Do something because it's just disgusting. Yeah. And, uh, I hate that he's getting attention off of it because you know, I don't know him, but the type of person that would do something like that, he's probably going to enjoy the his five seconds of fame for being the douchebag. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh. if, you, if you got that, if you're able to even do that to someone, dude, something's fucked up with you for sure. Yeah, get him. I, I can't stand that. So, um, Man, let's get into it, man. Episode 23. Yeah, what do you got? What do you got on... Um, you want to hit him with the uh, current events? Let's hit him with the current events. All right, man. Let's talk about, uh, you know, going from being so so happy to be a little bit sad but these fires in california bro yeah man crazy i was just out there two weeks ago uh up in uh oakland area and uh didn't really see anything but uh it's 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 amazing that how much of an impact like that's happening there with the damage that it's causing you know and how they're trying to get under control you can see like the planes and the helicopters dropping and this shit's like right up on the breezy almost, dude. Like cars are driving by and there's this big wall of flames on the side. It's like amazing. It's like something out of a movie, dude. It doesn't yeah. even look real. There's the one video of the girl um, going back into like save her horses, like her and her mom. So she's that. going back through that tunnel. Dude, she gets out of the tunnel and it's just like engulfing her car. It's, it's unbelievable that that's real. And I like that last thing. Obviously, there's the stats. It was like 56 dead, whatever. I seen like 7,500 buildings totally burned. That includes houses, yeah. um, totally burnt to the ground. And then um, they said it's like it's been going for like a week or whatever now, and it's only like 30% contained. Yeah, yeah, that's it's it's crazy. You know, and the, the whole reason why we're talking about this is kind of to put things in perspective. You know, like. Just when you think you got something fucked up going on in your day, you know, look what these other people have to deal with, with these natural disasters and stuff that are totally out of their control. It totally changes your life, you know, in a dramatic way. And, you know, family and friends are in danger. Like, this is fucking serious shit. And, you, and you're over there getting worked up over something like you were... Somebody took your Fig Newton. <laughs> yeah, someone cut you off in traffic today or something. You know, it's like... Let this, let something like this humble you, you know, for sure. You know, I know, you know, anything you can do to help, I encourage people to always help if they can. And it's not that easy when you're far away and you're not like in the present or in the moment or actually exposed by it. But uh, at least feel for the people, man, and uh, translate that to your life and see how like you can, you know, adjust your mindset and how you can just appreciate what you have. You know what I mean? exactly right dude. imagine if you if you took the uh, these this thing these things as opportunities to to exactly like you said put yourself through it and kind of learn the lessons you know to some extent that the, those people are going to learn the people that just had everything in their life burnt to the ground and then they live through it and that's not even counting the people who had, who lost people but 
people who lost everything, imagine, imagine how humble they will be as people after this. So yeah. don't, don't wait for, don't wait for your house to burn down or, <laughs> or a crazy event to humble you. Like look at that situation, feel the situation for them. Exactly. Like you said, and learn something from it, take something from it. You don't got to go through the trauma to learn from the trauma. Right. Like what a what an opportunity that is for you to just take a look, learn a lesson from it, and not even have to go through it. What a win-win scenario. If you can treat everything in your life like that, man, you learn so much, you grow so much, and you didn't even have to have the experience. Yeah. And, uh, you know, 56 people, man, that's 56 reasons right there why you should not fucking take anything for granted. You know what I mean? And there's still like 130 missing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who knows what the total number is going to be, but... And it's it's so unfortunate, but you know, look at look at it like where you're at today. You know, no matter what you got going on, shit could change like immediately, and your life could be totally upside down. Hell yeah, man! And like, what a what a horrible, you know, fire, dude. Like that that's oh, horrible. Man. Like those videos of people being surrounded by fire, and there was a girl talking about. She's like a nurse and she was trying to get in her car and the flames were just surrounding them. She jumped in her car and the flames went in her car. She jumped out, jumped in the passenger seat of some random person's car. Smoke then filled that car. She jumped in a third. So by the time she was to her fourth car, just jumping in somebody's car, her pants were on fire. She jumps in this doctor's car, burns his seat up. His car starts getting engulfed with flames. Firefighters show up, boom, save their life. Wow. But like, that's how quick could you, like put yourself in that scenario. It went from her being on the phone with her husband saying, I don't know how I'm gonna get out of here, to her in her fourth car with her pants on fire and then you know, fire overcoming that car. Like how humbling and how unbelievable that scenario is. Why, why can't we learn from it, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's so unfortunate um, to, to see this going on, but I think you know, every time something like this does happen, dude, I think it really shakes up people in a good way. You know, it brings out the best in people, which is why we're really here to help other people and to to show empathy and support. And so it ends up building a greater community. Um, unfortunately, there's always casualties, but and, but these things are going to happen. They're going to continue to happen for, you know, they have happened in the past. They're always going to be some form of disaster in the future too um and we'll probably implement they'll probably implement some more safety things like every time something like this happens it, it's an opportunity to improve on on all fronts you know unless unless you just defund their <laughs> you just take all the federal funding from their forestation committee like, you could do that yeah but yeah then you let's can not get into that political side of it um so yeah, man, that's sad. Thoughts and and if if you pray, prayers out that way, vibes out that way. All the folks out there struggling through that, man. Uh, horrible, horrible, horrible stuff. But um, you know, in better news, more exciting news, more positive news. Drew Dog over here wants to talk to you MFers about belief. What do you believe in? Hit belief. Up. So if you were to ask me or anyone, I feel like every successful story starts with belief. You know, if you had the ability to believe in something, then you had the ability to 
you know, implement things and learn about it in order to make it happen. So if you don't have, if you don't believe in anything, then it's never going to come to fruition. So the ability to believe is the ultimate ability to implement, you know, power and decisions and, you know, making choices that align with that belief. So belief comes from like the most inner you, uh, comes with a vision, you know, that you, that you can foresee you, the type of person that you want to be, the type of things you want to learn, the type of goals that you want to accomplish, you know, where do you see yourself? You have to be able to believe 10 years down the road that you're going to be this, whatever, you know, X, whatever that is. Um, and that, that just started making me think even more like this might get a little deep on some of you guys. You might, you might have to pull over the car. Ooh. Especially if you're uh, if you if you're under the influence of the marijuana, your mind might might explode. You might get lost getting, a little bit. But. Getting deep. If you can't swim, you bound to drizzle. <laughs> so think about this, man. This is what made me think about it, like uh, belief. So we have the ability to like dream up these ideas, and these and believe that things can happen, right? So like somebody at some point believe that they can go to the moon, you know. And then there's tons of people that are like, you're fucking crazy. Like, there's no way we're going to leave Earth. You know what I mean? So we have the not, and we, we, we're able to believe things that we haven't done yet. How can we think of things that we haven't done if we haven't done them? It's because they can be done and someone has done them. We, if, we, if we're able to form, this is getting deep. I'm getting in my own head right now. So, <laughs> If we're able to form thoughts on things that haven't been done, that we that means there has to be an ability, whether it's in this lifetime or or some parallel universe lifetime. How are we able to form thoughts and beliefs on things unless it's possible? It has to be possible, right? Deep. Think, think about that. Deep. Let them think on it. Shh. Sh- Okay. Dude, that's real. I like that. You know what I mean? I like that. It is because if you can, I mean, if you think of any, obviously anything that's ever been done, somebody believed they could do it. You know, whether it's the light bulb, you know, he believed he could do it. Nobody else did. Everybody's yeah. like, what are you talking about? Lighting a little bulb, you asshole, light the fire and go home. You're drunk. Yeah. But he believed and he didn't know how at first. He's like, I, nobody's ever did that. I don't know how, but I, it can be done. I believe it. I have this belief that it can be done. He found a way. It wasn't easy. He probably tried hundreds and hundreds of times, but he found a way. It all starts with the belief. Yeah. And if it wasn't possible, how could you even formulate the thought? Like, how can you put together a series of thoughts that towards an end result, if it wasn't possible, it could be Mm -hmm. anything, dude, like going to Mars. Like that was a, that's a, (laughs) people believe it can happen. It's a thought. Like how, how would you even know Mars is, uh, existed unless you believe there was something more out there and then it it forces people to do research and look uh, i see what you're saying it makes you break it down it's Dude, like 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 i can i believe that i i know there's space i believe i can go there well how do you know you can go there because transportation exists in all forms yeah and so if transportation exists maybe not the right kind that you need to get there but one kind exists so another kind can exist and it can get me there and you go even back further back further well you know, I, I can't, I can't afford to make one of those. Well, somebody can, somebody can afford to make something exactly. that can get there. Somebody's got the idea. You go all the way back down and you can formulate a plan and actually make it happen. 
just like when we talked about Elon Musk and the, the underground transportation, it's yeah. like he believes there's a solution. And we always, we have, belief is a, uh, a gateway to innovation. You know, you have to be able to believe in the ability to do something or believe that something is possible. And if for, for that matter, like I said, like how can it even be a thought? How can you even generate a thought if it wasn't possible? And you have to believe in that. And then you can do the legwork and work backwards on how to implement it. You know, that's when you, you, you're get, you people get innovated. You invent new technologies, new, new ways to communicate new, you know, there's always going to be opportunity for something new because the world is always changing, but it always starts with the belief. You have to believe that you can make a change or you can make a difference or there's a better way or whatever it is. Yeah, man, you hear people say that all the time, like, oh, uh, oh, this, this sucks. There, there's, there's a better way. This sucks. There's, there's got to be a better way to do it. And then they just go about their, their day doing the sucky thing. Well, you just, you just decided there's a better way. You know yeah. there's a better way because there's always a better way to do everything. So you even have that thought and you don't know what it is yet, but there's a better way to do this. Fit, go then. Right. figure it out what what could be the better way what options are out there who can you talk to what ideas can you come up with that's uh that's interesting you first have to have the belief um and not not belief as in as in i believe in myself i know i can do it the belief that that there is something there's possibility or it yeah. exists because you know how can you think about things unless they actually exist at some in some way shape or form Maybe that's not created yet, but how can you even think about it if, if it's not even a real thing? If the tools aren't there. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that you can apply that to anything, dude. Just think about the craziest shit that you that think that would be cool to have, you know, or whatever. That's how things are invented. It's exactly how it starts. Dude, I got to tell you, when you said you wanted to talk about belief, I, had, I didn't know this is where you were going with it. I thought it was going to be some, you know, I believe in myself and, you know, that whole thing. I was ready to just go to town on that. Yeah. I did hear well, that. That's like the, uh, that's like the tail end of that too. Like, so it starts with a super high level and then it comes down to believing that you can do it. Right. Mm -hmm. That's when the belief in, in yourself comes in and, and being able to surround yourself with the resources and the knowledge and the know-how and the skills in order to implement whatever it is you believe in. Yeah, man, that's heavy. And you, I mean, clearly even to get out of square one, you got to believe in yourself. You know, it, other people probably don't. Some people do believe in you, but some people don't. So what are you doing if you don't believe in yourself? That's like, right. you know, what a disservice you're doing yourself if you can't believe in yourself. And you can't expect other people to be in your corner or believe you can be better or change or make these changes or these innovations or progress in this, this direction if you don't even believe in yourself. That's right. And people have these false beliefs in themselves. Like studies have shown that your personality type has nothing to do with your level of success. So people believe I'm an introvert, so I'm not going to be able to be a good salesperson. False, mm -hmm. wrong. Targeting the wrong consumer. That's the problem. You can set an introvert can sell to anybody. He just got to, well, not to anybody. He's got to sell to the right people. Or he's better said, he has to harness his niche and yeah. sell like an introvert it's all about it's all about what you're trying you know knowing what you're trying to sell being honest and passionate about it and bringing value and and if you believe in that then you don't it doesn't matter what type of person you have at all so it's irrelevant 
I like it, brother. You started the, you started this off as like kind of like a stoner thought. That's what it felt like. You brought it all the way back in. I was a little tangled up. You untangled it. Now that's I get it. it. I like it. This is that's good stuff. I want to know when you thought of this, what were you doing? Where probably, were you? Probably uh, um probably sipping on something. Oh, stogie. There we go. A little stogie. Dang. Cool, man. That's good stuff. At the end of the day, all we're saying is journey was right. You know, yep. it just don't, <laughs> don't stop. stop. Don't stop believing, man. Um, good stuff. That's bro. that's something I could, that's a subject I could just like. You can get lost in real quick, you know. For sure, you can go down the rabbit hole. I I, I believe because well, one because belief in itself is is different things. You know, like yeah. obviously we just showed it's. I have a belief that I can do. I believe that something is believe that something is possible, or there's. You know, this is a belief of mine. I, you know, I yeah, it can be opinionated or right. right. Yes, yeah, that's that's part of it too. Is like, you know, where do you? There's no. There's like an endless. It's it's limitless when it comes to belief, and what what's actually like. Even if if some people will tell you there's multiple universes, there's parallel universes. So there could be a hundred of you all doing something different at the exact same time or doing the same thing at the exact same time with different people. It's like, dude, it's like, how can you formulate these thoughts if, if some of it, if it, there wasn't existence to it, you know? Weird. I feel like I've said the word belief so many times. They don't even sound right anymore when I say it now. Belief, believe, believe, believe. I believe I could fly. Uh, Tie back into MJ. I like how you did that. Mm -hmm. Take him right to it. Good stuff, man. So doesn't matter what it is. Just believe in something. Have belief that you can make a change, make a difference, make an impact, and fucking just start doing shit, man. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. So for all you out there that don't know, I don't know if I don't even remember if I talked about it on the last episode, but your boy got a microphone finally. Hey. Like I'm like, Drew, now I got I got the mic, so I'm not like, you know pulling if you're watching the video i'm not pulling the little um speaker up to my mouth out of the headphones the same headphones i used to mow the yard i'm not doing that no more i got the legit microphone as we in the biz call it a microphone it's french microphone, that blue yet a microphone yep it's mine i got the did you get a black one no i got the got the regular you got the all black one yeah i got the all blacked out microphone that's Dang. slick bro um so all right, we're gonna shift gears a little bit here, man. I wanna, I got a secret I wanna let everybody in on. You ready? You, you, you ever, you ever get, you ever got a secret? You ever just like got something you don't tell nobody? Yeah, man, always. Keeping secrets. You probably kept secrets for me back in the day. Mm hmm. I kept sometimes, secrets for you back in the day. Sometimes it's just not time to tell. All right, so, but thou shall, you know, overcome. No, shall over. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I do got a secret. I want to let you guys know. So, whatever you're doing, whatever you're doing right now, I need you to focus. If you're at work, I need you to put that piece of paper away. Shut your fucking binder right now. I need and and turn the volume up because I'm about to hip you to a secret. This is a secret. Not everybody knows this. Not everybody understands it. But we're gonna let you in on on a secret on the secret to climbing the corporate ladder. Oh, 
So check this out, man. You're at work. I don't care what you're doing. It might not be a corporate environment, but you're working somewhere. You're in some kind of role within your, your company or your business. And you're probably thinking a lot of times, man, like I want to, I want to be a manager. I want to move up, right? I want to be a director. I want to be a VP. I want to be a president. I want to do this, right? Maybe be an entrepreneur ain't your thing. You want to work inside a system, but you want to advance. You're like, how can I advance? I do a good job. I do, my job title says I should do A, B, C, D, E. I do A, B, C, D, E. In that order. order. Well, yeah, in that order. And maybe sometimes out of that order. Why am I not moving up? Well, that's where we come into play. We got the secret. And I'm going to expose it. And matter of fact, somebody will probably be heated. I'm even telling this secret. Because if everybody knows, then everybody moves to the top. And they don't want that. They're always trying to hold the man down. So how do you climb the ladder? Jimmy, Drew, how do I climb the ladder? I'm going to tell you, it's, it's really easy. There's a bunch of different ways, but there's one big one that stands out. So put your ears up to the speaker. I want you to listen real close. I'm going to whisper it as a matter of fact, so you got to get real, real close. Act like you own the damn place. Whoa. First of all, see what I did there. I told you I was going to whisper, wanted you to get close, and then I didn't whisper because I wanted it to be so loud it sunk into your brain when I said it. Act like you own the place. You know what I'm talking about when I say that, Drew? Dude, that's, that's, that's deep. I feel like that's how you should approach everything you do. Everything. It's yours. It's, it's yours. yours. And I don't, mean, don't be confused. I don't mean, you know, if, you're, if you are – um, you know, you're a janitor maybe, right? And you want to move your way up and whatever that is. Act like you own the place doesn't mean go buy the same suit that the owner has and then walk in and tell people what to do. That's not what I mean. Don't get this twisted. When I say act like you own the place, I mean in every decision you make every day when you're clocked in and even when you're not, every decision you make relative to where you work, make it like it's your money, right? It's your business, it's your wallet. So think about that. Think about throughout the day when you do little things, you make these tiny little decisions throughout your day, maybe to make your job a little easier, right? You don't, you don't do something to the fullest. You don't follow up with that customer. You don't, um, you know, you maybe even throwing something away. You might have a, a pen that's got halfway, halfway full of the ink and you just throw it away. She's like, we got more pens, whatever. We got a closet full of pens. I'll go grab a couple, right? I'll grab a box. What if that was your wallet? Right. Yeah. What if you made all these decisions like it was your money to spend? So you, you feel like you deserve a raise, right? Well, would what you, if it was your wallet? Right. Would you give you a raise? Would you pay your performance? You? <laughs> right. Are you, are, you, are you worthy of the raise? Like what kind of value add are you bringing to the table? What kind of innovations? What kind of, you know, relationship building are you doing? Why, why do you deserve that? money you know what what makes you stand out those people get raises twisted yeah, yeah. People, people get that twisted like it like i i hey i deserve i deserve a raise because I, I i do my job really really well i'm really good at it and i work hard so i deserve a raise so whoa 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 if you own the place and somebody came to you and said hey you know i work really hard i i feel like i deserve a raise i do my job and i work hard i deserve some money you own the place, you would probably look at them and say, well, wait a minute. Everybody should do their job well. Right. 
Otherwise, you, you, we were, is another conversation. Otherwise, we got to talk about your poor performance. So you're telling me you do a good job. Well, I would hope you do. Okay. And then now you're telling me that you, you work hard. I hope you work hard. Okay. I certainly do. Because guess what? We have an agreement. You look at where you signed, that's an agreement. We decided that, hey, you're going to do this, 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 and this for this amount of money, right? And you're like, all right, cool. You signed it. You were happy. You loved it. You took the job. Now you're telling me you do those things, but you deserve more money? That's exactly what I was going to say. Like this whole job started with an agreement. Uh, we agreed on a price for me to come in here and do X, Y, Z. And so you're being compensated, rightfully so, because you willingly agreed to this job to do X, Y, Z, right? So like, just like you said, dude, and that people want something before they produce something more. Yep. Natural thought would have you, the next step means, okay, so if, if, if I own the business and I expect everybody to do what I, they signed up to do for the amount of money they signed up to do it for, how, what scenario would make me want to give them more money? right? Because it's your business, it's your wallet, it's your cash. Because when you give somebody more money, that's money out of your back pocket. You're opening your wallet, it's less money on your paycheck, if you own the place, and it's more money on somebody else's. So what have you done? So people that get so stuck in, my job is to do A, B, C, and D, and I do it really well. Well, you're not making me any more money then yeah. outside of that. You got to make me some more money for me to be able to give you more money. Right? right. So what are you doing outside of your job? What kind of impact are you having? Not do you plan to have, what kind of impact are you having? How show me how you are more valuable now than just you were with the day you signed up because you signed up at 15 bucks an hour and it's a year later. What do you do now that, that's more valuable than that $15 an hour position? So the people that are like, you know, I just come to do my job, clock in, clock out. No, 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 no. Well, then you don't get more money. If you want right. more money, you got to do some of somebody else's job. Yeah. You got to take of, on something else. Think about your boss as your customer. You know, you, that he's paying you. That's your customer, right? So the more you're able to make his right. job, makes things easier for him or give him more value, the more he's going to be willing to pay you. You're providing a service to your, to your boss, your employer. Yeah. And you sign up, my service is A, and you're going to give me X amount for it. You can't, you can't provide the same service and expect more money to, from anybody. I, I, I can't get, sell Drew a Fig Newton for $4 and then in a year be like, Drew, I need six for that Fig Newton now. Same He'd be like, what Newton. are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> same Newton, bro. So on my breath. So, <laughs> I could so, so taste it, bro. What, what are you giving to your, to your boss, your, your employer? What, what services are you rendering above and beyond the services you signed up to give? Because if you are and you can show, yo, these are the services, I'm check out what I'm doing above and beyond what you told me you'd give me money for. Give them that, they gotta give you more money. It's easy. Yeah. So kind of all that to say, if you're acting like you own the place, you understand that you need more out of everyone and yourself. If this is my business, I need more out of myself, so I'm gonna act like it. Every decision I make throughout the day is gonna be with that dollar in mind. It's gonna be with my wallet in mind, because it's my business. So everything I do is to customer service, save money, is to advance the business. And once you act like that, you act like it's yours and you take some ownership, that's the big word, ownership, 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 ownership. You take some ownership in your role and your responsibilities and how you impact the company, next thing you know, you're making a bigger impact. 
you're rendering more services, you're more valuable, the company's more valuable, and then it's really, really easy to give you more money. Yeah, and it it goes, it gets noticed, right? So as soon as you start being that person, it's it's gonna be a no brainer. And then when it comes time, and maybe you do have to ask for it because not everyone's gonna be willing to just throw money at you, but you have a valid, you know, argument. You have a portfolio that's designed to improve your career. Yep, I'm a firm believer. If you're not happy. If you're not happy with what you make, right, then make change the change. I, I, one, you can find something else to do. But let, let's say that's not an option. Let's say you love where you're at. You're not happy with what you make. Change the position, right? So if you're a um, whatever you are, we'll call you you you're a dispatcher. You schedule you schedule deliveries of whatever it is that your company makes, right? And you're you're getting paid we'll call it $20,000 a year. We're back in 1961. You're making 20 grand a year, you're balling, but you want more, right? And you're like, man, they won't give me more. I'm doing my job really well. Well, what if you changed that position from the inside, right? Starting tomorrow, you're wearing dress clothes to work. You're wearing a tie, right? You're making decisions on behalf of the company for the better of the company, like it's your wallet, right? You're going above and beyond. You're providing services that weren't asked of you, right? So let's fast forward in a year. You're, you're still just a dispatcher, right? No, 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 you're not. You're more than that now. So people start to catch on, whether it's your boss or other people. And they say, man, like dispatching is kind of legit. Like that's pretty serious. You're a dispatching extraordinaire now. <laughs> that's the job title. Logistics extraordinaire. <laughs> And people look at that like, man, that gig is, that gig is kind of tight. Like that, that they do a lot in that role. Like Jimmy, he does a lot there. So, man, that's probably Jimmy probably makes sixty a year. What he does, look at his impact. He's probably yeah. makes sixty a year. Then it's real easy to go back and say, let's talk about my position and how much I'm compensated. Right. If anybody looking at my impact knows that it's worth sixty grand a year because I contribute that much, now. Real easy conversation to get you some more money. You can create the value that you expect by being that. Be it first. Don't go ask for a raise and you haven't done it yet. It's not based on work you haven't done yet. Make your position worth more. Increase your value first and then expect that in return. It becomes so easy and so clear and you can have a real confident conversation at that point. And and guess how all that starts? Don't stop. Believe it. You have to believe it. Believe you're the boss. And then start doing the things that you need to do to improve your value with the company. It's be, do, have. Be, do, have, baby. All day, every day. Even in your personal life. Whatever you want out of your relationships at home, whatever you want out of your friendships, whatever you want out of customer experience, believe it. And then implement things that align with that and make it happen. Yeah, man, I get, I get fired up about this. I get fired up about a lot of stuff, but that's the secret, man. I hope, I hope if you're listening, you take that act like you own the place, be the boss, make decisions like you are the boss. And then eventually you'll be the boss. Yeah. You think the boss was just born the boss? Well, that's no. right. <laughs> no. The boss wasn't always the boss. The boss was a baby. The boss was a baby at one point. He might've been a boss baby, but but eventually, you got to be a, a boss teen. That's it. That's how it starts. Now, your little boss pubies, you know? 
<laughs> and then you become a boss young man. Boss ass bitch. Yeah, dudes, dudes are boss ass bitches too. We all are deep down. I hope. Yeah. Em- embrace your inner boss ass bitch. Is what he's saying. At the end of the day. So there you have it. Believe in it. Be it. Have it. Mm. Mm-mm. Sorry, man. We're gonna we're gonna get out of here. We're gonna let you get back to your day. I hope you're killing it today. I hope everything is fantastic. Let me recap for you. We said what's up first. That's what we did. What up? We welcomed you in. We said welcome to episode Deuce Trace. That's twenty three. I'm seven percent Spain Portugal. <laughs> we talked about uh, the fires in Cali. Really sad situation. And Drew hit you with some deepness about belief. You got to have a belief. And if you have a belief, it is achievable. You can achieve it. It starts with believing that it, it is even possible. If you can believe it, you can achieve it. Then we talked about the secret. I told you the secret about climbing the corporate ladder or whatever ladder you're on. Climbing it. Act like you own the place. Be the boss. Do the things the boss does. And then you will have the things the boss has. Create value in your position, in your role, in your life. Create the value, then capture the value. Act like you own the damn place. And that's it. That's episode 23 from your boys over here. Please, please, please hit us up on the interwebs, on all our social medias. Listen to the podcast again, bro. Obviously, if you're here, you listen. Listen again. I don't care. Run it back. Run it back. Bro, take a bath. Light a candle. Run it back. (laughs) And then... And then please like, share, comment, and more importantly than all that, hit us with a rating. That would be super dope. Go on your iTunes, your Spotify, wherever. They all have different ways you can rate. Give us five stars. That'd be sweet. If you give us one star, um, I pretty much just dislike you and I'll call the police. So hit us with five stars (laughs) on all the ratings. That would be, be awesome for us. What that does, full disclosure, is it moves us up the the search. So people are searching for a podcast about mindset. The more ratings we have, the more five stars, the higher we go. So more people can listen. They can capture the message that we're spitting and they can fix their mindset and go on this journey with us. And that means we can contribute more to more people and have a greater impact, which is our ultimate goal. That's exactly right. Also, we still got some bands in stock, bands that make you dance. Hit us up. We send you those free wristbands. I'm showing it on the video if you're looking. Uh, and it's, they say grow your brain a little bit. They say mindset to Mike. And on the inside, they say get shit done. A little gentle reminder to keep it pushed. And that, that, that's it, man. I got to tell you, um, until next time, grow your brain a little bit. That's it. Stay productive and get shit done.